You just don't get it, do you, Jean-Luc? The trial never ends. We wanted to see if you had the ability to expand your mind and your horizons. And for one brief moment, you did. When I realized the paradox. Exactly. For that one fraction of a second, you were open to options you had never considered. That is the exploration that awaits you. Not mapping stars and studying nebula, but charting the unknown possibilities of existence. Rob Logan and Mike Volpe is wait I'm here in the studio is not, not the really. right thing to say this time. no we're at my house today yeah which is a change of pace it is because of all this weather every weekend we've dealt with bullshit it's been snow constant mm-hmm. the reason that there was no show last weekend you were not feeling well either no so it's been I had the shits people <laughs> as usual it's well, been if he a doesn't challenge. feel good, must have been his asshole. <laughs> it's it been was. a challenge just to get together to do this. It has. And, and the, the snow held off for us down here up until the last week of January. Yeah. And now every weekend it's snow. Yeah. And like even now as we're recording this, you're going to be heading home to beat the snow. Right, right. So we're really cramming this in. I'm risking life and limb. He is. To bring the show to everybody he was on like, Monday. like, we need a show. I'm coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fit it in when we can. Yeah, uh, but we have a lot to talk about. There's been a lot of big stuff in the news. And before we get into our geek outs and freak outs, I want to jump into the big news story, okay. which is probably, well, I mean, it's definitely the biggest geek news story of the year. It could be even bigger than the announcement of Marvel and DC's cinematic thing, because this is something nobody thought was ever going to happen. Yeah. And now it's actually going to happen. And that is Spider-Man coming to the Marvel Cinematic All Universe. Right. So. It's been a long time coming, but the deal we've all been waiting for is officially complete. Spider-Man is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here's what we know so far. There's a lot of information that's come out. Uh, There's a lot of rumors, but here are the facts, because I don't like to deal with rumor. The new Spider-Man will first appear in Captain America Civil War, which makes sense as Spidey played a major role in the source material. I don't know how big that role is going to be in Civil War. He's kind of like the pivotal point between... I think they're going to make this a big deal. I think so, too. They have to. Originally, like Black Panther was supposed to play a pivotal mm-hmm. role, and I don't know if he would have been replacing Spider-Man's role in the source material. Yeah. But now that Spidey's actually available and to use, they might kind of like push Black Panther back a little bit. And, and they should. Keep Spidey. And there are a lot of people like, oh, well, we wanted a diverse character to be more prominent. And he's getting his own movie still, so it's not like... yeah. I mean, if you can keep it as close to the source material as possible, I think that's a good thing. Less people pissed off. Absolutely. Uh, Sony Pictures will then release a new Spider-Man movie on July 28th, 2017. Hmm. This movie will be co-produced by Kevin Feige and his team at Marvel, along with Amy Pascal, who oversaw the franchise launch for the studio 13 years ago. While Marvel will be offering more creative input, Sony Pictures will continue to finance, distribute, own, and have final creative control over the Spider-Man films. So the new Spider-Man film isn't a continuation of the last two? No. 
Nope. It's something new. I think they should just do with him what they did with Batman originally and be like, okay, here's Spider-Man. He exists. And here's a bad guy. Here we go. Right. Because like the first Batman movie from the 80s, mm-hmm. that's what it was. It was right. Like, Batman right. was, was already like there. was a moment of his origin. Yeah. Of, of seeing his parents die. Well, yeah, we don't need to like, see. Right, let's go. We don't need to see Spider-Man's no. origin story again. What they could do is simply, like, everybody knows the origin story. Yeah. And what they did in The Incredible Hulk was they kind of almost, quote-unquote, retold it mm-hmm. through the opening credits with, like, quick yes. cut scenes just to kind of remind that. people. Or to say, like, this is this person and this is this exactly. person. And that would be perfectly acceptable. I hope they go that route as well. Plus, he's going to be introduced in another movie prior to the standalone so Spider-Man movie. Is it going to be the same guy playing Spider-Man? Ah, we shall get to that. Aha. Aha. Andrew Garfield is out Yay. as Spider-Man. <laughs> and Mark Webb won't be back in the director's seat. Woo-woo. The studio is reportedly looking for a much younger actor to play the web-slinger, probably taking him back to high school. This should create an interesting contrast to the ages of the current Avengers lineup, as oh. they're all probably like young 30s, young to mid-30s. Yeah. And, and maybe some even older, like Iron Man, Bruce Banner. Yeah, they're so definitely older. To so have, now like, you have a super young guy involved in it who's which, going to be immature and not make proper decisions. Right, which makes sense to have him as the hinge point in Civil War as well because yeah. they're trying to convince this kid who's indecisive and still d- might not even feel like he can stand up to these greater heroes as he sees them, like the established yeah. Avengers. So that's cool. Uh, Marvel and Sony are also exploring opportunities to integrate characters from the MCU into future Spider-Man films. Mm-hmm. So there is the chance that Captain America, uh, Thor, or finally could pop doing up what there. needed to be. This this hack thing is the best thing that's ever going to happen to right. Spider-Man. <laughs> well, we knew that was in the talks. Anyway. I mean, we would have found this out anyway yeah. without the hack. So this was just I in the world. It happened faster. Maybe it's very possible. It's a good thing to have this opportunity because everybody's wanted Spider-Man. Oh yeah, dying for Spider-Man to be in the Avengers or be a part of. This oh yeah, story he's somehow. a he's a mainstay of the Marvel universe, so he should be in the Avengers as and well. will be well. Hopefully, it's done right. If Marvel's going to have some say, but Sony has the ultimate control over. I think Sony just is saying that and going to be like, "All right, right. you guys do it." And we're going to take credit for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So make this right, and we'll be like, look what we did. <laughs> Yay. Go Don't us. you love us? Uh, Marvel Studios has shifted their release schedule as a result of the deal. Oh. As mentioned, Sony's next Spider-Man movie will release on July 28th, 2017, the slot previously held for Thor Ragnarok, mm. which has been moved to November 3rd, 2017. This bumps Black Panther from that slot, now moving it to July 6th, 2018. This then bumps Captain Marvel... Into, yeah. the, uh, into the slot held by Inhumans, November 2nd, 2018, and Inhumans moves to July 12th, 2019. Jeez. Avengers Infinity Wars Part 1 and 2 will maintain their original release dates. Good. So a this bit of a reshuffle. Insane. Some people are upset that Black Panther and Captain Marvel, the minority-led and the female-led superhero movies are being pushed back to make room for another Spider-Man movie. But isn't there also movie, a but... rumor that Spider-Man might not be Peter Parker? In these movies, that it could be Miles Morales. That is a rumor, but I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. Granted, Miles Morales is very popular right now, but I can't see them. Depends on doing whether they're that. really concerned about the the minority. But right. aren't white people the minority these days anyway? <laughs> Technically, this is America, yes. I mean, Technically, yes. Just not in the media, mindset, yeah. right? Not in the mainstream media. Uh, so the question then comes up: How much do you think Marvel actually paid Sony to bring? Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Probably quite a bit. Yeah. What are you thinking? Got a, a estimated a ballpark guess? number? 
Oh, I would say uh, it's a pretty big deal. Well, then part of me then goes, well, maybe they didn't pay anything. Maybe Sony just knows they're fucking up. But they had to, something had to be paid or some deal is worked out. I'm Interesting. Gonna, you're, I'm, you're going, you're playing both sides I right am now. playing both sides because <laughs> I, I also am very indecisive in life. I'm like Spider-Man in this war. I'm always sure, just sure. like, I'm going to sit in the middle and see what happens. <laughs> and it doesn't work that way. Uh, if they were going to pay something, I would think that they would pay out at least a few tens of millions of dollars. Okay. The rights. I'd say 20 million. Okay. Good guess. Answer? Yeah. 0.0. Marvel isn't paying Sony for the rights to use the character. Mm -hmm. Marvel won't receive a cut of the box office for any of Sony's Spider-Man films. Sony won't receive a percentage of the revenue Disney makes from Marvel films that use Spidey either. Mm -hmm. Instead of money, both companies receive mutual benefits through the deal. Marvel benefits from using Spidey in their films and will probably see a boost in merchandise sales and ticket sales from those who've been waiting for the wall caller to join the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Sony benefits from the exposure gained by including the character in the MCU, the ones that everybody is seeing, which should help save the franchise for their upcoming Spider-Man films as the poor response to the Amazing Spider-Man movies had decreased audience interest in the character and resulted in a much lower box office. The last two Spider-Man movies, the Amazing franchise, have been the lowest uh, box office for... They were terrible. They were not good. So... I'm glad to wow. see that this will rejuvenate a character mm-hmm. that I love because I love Spider-Man. I was so bummed that the last two movies were not really yeah. good at all. But it's nice to see that uh, major studios like this is unheard of for well, major studios to play together. Down like and we're like, so we both need this character. Yeah. Because if you continue to keep him, Sony, you're going to destroy him and make no money. Yeah. And we need him because our fans want him. Right. Let's just shake hands on this one <laughs> and, and realize that we're both going to benefit. Well, I'm hoping this sets a precedent, too, for future cooperation with other studios. Maybe like Fox, who has X-Men and Fantastic Four. Maybe they see the benefit of what results yeah. in this deal. And we finally get to see the mutants existing. Imagine Wolverine jumping into the MCU, too. Yep. People would be thrilled with that. No it doubt. Would be. They're all part of Civil War, right? Everybody is. It's a huge. Maybe by huge the time, event. maybe they can work something out. Maybe I don't know. That's that's like the next one, kind of mm. down the line, or at least that's in production right now. I should say. All right, let's hop into our geek outs. Yay! What are you geeking out over, Mike? Well, you sent me the trailer for the Jurassic Park Lego game. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> Jurassic showed, World Lego Jurassic game. World, and I popped for that big time mm. just because it was so funny with the t-rex's jaw falls off yeah like, like it's good until it you get the comedic part yeah, at the end it was, and it's great <laughs> yeah exactly and i haven't played a lego game i watched you play one and it was very entertaining mm-hmm. but i think this will be the lego game i get yeah because i want i don't know i love jurassic park games and there aren't enough of them not good ones so this might be a really good game and i'm the excited lego for games it. are very video gamey games too i don't know if yeah. that's how you can really say it like they're they feel like games. The yeah. the comedy is there throughout. The story is nice. And they're just fun. Like, they're not incredibly challenging. They're just plain This fun. game is supposed to combine all the movies. Yes, it will have the first three movies, like, oh, play through cool. their storylines and the storyline of Jurassic World. Very so cool. So it has, like, everything. I'm excited. Which, Jurassic World, too, I'm excited for. Yeah. Watching the Super Bowl trailer. I didn't watch the Super Bowl because... Why? Why? <laughs> exactly. I actually yeah. sat home and watched uh, Odd Thomas. Oh. Did you see that movie? I did not. That's Geek Out too. Good oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think. I watched... Uh, it's on Netflix. I watched Nightcrawler, the Jake Gyllenhaal oh, was it good? movie. It was very good. I should watch that. It was then. cool, yeah. 
He could have played Nightcrawler in the X-Men. He could have. Ah. <laughs> anyway, we're all over the place here. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, that's it. I, the trailer for it during the Super Bowl was really cool because the original trailer for the movie showed him riding... What's, what's his face from... Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt riding down in the woods with raptors around him. Like, how is this even possible? Right, and right. then the new trailer showed that he's able... We've learned that we can train them. Just uh-huh. like you train lions in the circus, there's the risk. But I'm like, oh, this makes sense. They're opening a park. You're able to train the dinosaurs right, right. when they're little. This is so cool. So I'm like, I'm seeing what this is going to build to. This is going to be every goddamn dinosaur versus this <laughs> one dinosaur they created. Right. This is going to be like everybody against Godzilla. So it's gonna, I'm excited for the movie. I think that it kind of feels like the first Jurassic Park felt. Mm-hmm. It's like they made it happen. But instead of there just being like 10 to 20 people, there's like 20,000 people sure. in the park and the shit hit the fan. It's almost like they finally found a way to keep the franchise moving forward without rehashing a story that they have in the past. I'm just mm-hmm. like this one or, or the park goes crazy or the someone breaks out. Exactly. Or, yeah. This is like, all right, let's make the park a reality. Sure. Which should be really cool down the road if this movie does well to see what Universal does with it in terms of their Universal Studios mm-hmm. because they have an entire section in the park for Jurassic Park. Oh, cool. Which I thought I read that there was rumors that they're going to expand that now and make it bigger. It would make sense too. So, which would be really I mean, awesome. they can pro- I mean, aside from having actual living dinosaurs in yeah. it, uh, they can probably take rides, quote unquote, from yeah. the movie and just transplant them right into a, it, an amusement park it'll be awesome and i like that the movie is set in a more amusement park environment instead of like a safari world type idea yeah like that felt a little more wild and they just had fences around stuff and this feels like a well-oiled machine well, that's like what, a disney world because seeing realistically seeing dinosaurs would be awesome yeah but what's the reason to keep going back you'd go see them once and be like wow that was really cool yeah yeah but if there's rides and games and food, we keep going back. Exactly. As long as there's rides and games and you're not the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you walk into a booth and all of a sudden it says for sale human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the other side. Uh, I'm excited as well. I watched the trailer for Poltergeist. Oh, really? I know you're not into Yeah, I didn't watch that stuff. Did you ever see the original one? I've seen bits and pieces. Okay. The trailer for the new one looks really good. Yeah. I'm excited. Like they're holding true to what the other one was, but mm-hmm. adding their own little touch to it. Are they retelling it. the story? Yes. Okay. So they're retelling the first story, and it looks good because one of the creepiest parts in it as a kid was when everything's falling apart. The clown in the bedroom yeah. always got me because there's this scene with the kid's toy clown, okay, which is probably a size of a child, and it always made me freak out and have to look under the bed before bed. <laughs> okay. And in the trailer, it still got me. Like, oh, I wow. still was like, oh, God, this is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, the same child fear that you felt before. It's the same thing. It's all coming back. Wow. So I'm excited for that. That's it. Okay. Those are my... Oh, and, well, obviously, Spider-Man. Sure, I mean, sure. all week. Yeah, that's... I'm like, this is going to be awesome. It's huge. It's huge. Uh, my first one is an Instagram account that's not mine, oh. <laughs> for once. <laughs> it is uh, Beth Stern's Instagram. Oh, really? Do you follow that at all? I don't. It is basically like a kitten storybook. Howard's right about everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what his house looks like. Well, twenty it's cats. funny, too, because you actually like get glimpses into their life in addition to seeing the cats and stuff. Like You'll see some pictures of Howard here and there. But mostly, it's just pictures of whatever kittens they're fostering at the time. Yeah. And uh, Beth will share the names of them. Usually, like every morning, 
she shares a picture of each of the foster kittens and then maybe what Yoda is doing as well. The one that yep. takes care of them all. So I watched uh, this last. I love that the name of the cat. I know, right? Is Yoda. I watched this last litter of kittens be like fostered yeah. when they took them in, and I watched the story of them all becoming adopted. So she'll be like, "This is my last morning with this one, who's going to their yep. forever home." And so you get to really like follow them. But then there, she also share updates of past foster kittens and stuff yep. too. It's just it's adorable. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So it's just kitten palooza. Exactly. Uh, her account is Betho Stern on Instagram. If anyone wants to follow it, it's definitely worth following. I shared another photo on Instagram too recently. Uh, that was me with the last season of Star Trek, the next generation, because I finally finished watching all the Blu-ray stuff again. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's seven seasons of Blu-ray goodness for my favorite TV show of all time. Yep. So it of was all time. of all time. This is it. Star Trek, the next generation is my favorite TV show ever. Uh, and it probably always will be. I can't mm-hmm. see anything topping it because it just has that nostalgia factor right. that no other show can capture. Uh, but I wrote kind of a, a longer thing on it. So yep. I'm just going to read what I wrote because uh, I shared it that actual night that I watched it. And there, it's funny, too. I did actually put off watching the finale for a while because I didn't want it to really? be over. Yeah. Even though I'd seen it all before, yeah. I just I was like enjoying because it's been a few years now. They would release two Blu-ray seasons a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, over every like six months or something, it would take them to remaster them and add all the effects in again. Yep. It really made a huge difference. I remember when we started talking about that. Yeah, yeah, and that was like three or four years ago yeah. at this point. Uh, so I wrote tonight. I watched the series finale of my favorite show of all time and couldn't help tearing up just as I did when I first saw it. Rewatching the series from the beginning over the last few years has reminded me of how important it is to me. Growing up, my love for the show resulted in me being picked on and made fun of. It was one of many reasons I felt like an outsider as being a geek wasn't a mainstream thing like it is now. On the other hand, it also served as a way to bond with one of my longest and closest friends who I consider a part of my family to this day. And for people that have heard my Delaware shows, Mm. that's my friend Chris, uh, who we really bonded over that show together. It also opened my mind to the possibilities of a better future, as Star Trek has always taken an optimistic view of humanity, showing us how good we could become. During the recent years I've spent rewatching the show, I've also had the privilege of meeting Patrick Stewart, Brent Spiner, John Delancey, and most importantly, LeVar Burton, who has always been a hero of mine. I try to introduce the show to those I care about if I think they'd be interested, because I feel like I'm not just sharing a television show, but a piece of what makes me who I am. I'd put off watching the finale for a week or so after finishing everything else because I didn't want it to be over again. But as they say, all good things. Yes. Which is also the name of the final episode. Ah, all good things. That's, so, that's cute. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did remember, if you don't mind me cutting it. No, go ahead. If you're done. Um, I There's a YouTube channel I started watching. Yeah. Because he does a lot of stuff in terms of video games and superhero stuff. It's Vsauce3. Okay. And the kid's name is Jake. Have you seen this? I haven't. I watched one yesterday, and it was literally, what would happen if Superman actually punched you and he goes in depth into the strength superman has all this stuff yeah and what would happen to you if he were to actually exist and hit you and it was just really cool because it all boils down to you won't even see it coming and you will literally just become a puff of smoke and it will leave the equivalent of nukes exploding this is quite a a tangent i thought you were going into something star trek related no 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 no. i'm sorry sorry but he does a lot of stuff. One of the things is, could Star Wars or Star Trek actually exist? Could oh, okay. we ever get to that? And he breaks down. His videos aren't long anyway. They range anywhere from maybe like four minutes to the most I saw was 15. Mm-hmm. But he breaks down all this cool That's stuff cool. and shows a lot of 
like geek swag. Like he'll, they have like the Nuka Cola bottles you can find, and he goes like, "Hey, these are cool little finds." Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of really cool videos. There's a bat, how to make a bat symbol. Oh, really? He has that oh, on there. Cool. So like how to put it together and oh. make it so that your lamp shoots the bat symbol up onto your ceiling like, like across that. the room. And <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. So it's Kyle just- Hill does a show kind of like that on the Nerdist YouTube channel called mm-hmm. Because Science, where he'll like break down the science of whatever works. Like there was a why can't anyone else pick up Thor's hammer? Yes. There okay, was- this kid did one like that. Okay. Too. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And there's stuff like that. Yeah. And it's very interesting. And wh- how do lightsabers work and why do they stop? I thought that was interesting. Mm. Like he proposed that lightsabers are not actually light they're plasma based okay and plasma can be bent and arced we can't do it a lot right now but with enough like magnetic force you can actually bend the arc of really plasma so if it were possible to have it come out of the hilt and bend so much that it actually comes back in the same direction oh, it actually so curves at the top but it's so tight that it looks like it's one bar but it actually goes up and curves and comes so back down. So it's almost like when you hill. see a light, the inside of a light bulb or one yes, of those exactly. that goes up and back down. Exactly. Very cool. Which is a cool oh, I like proposal. That. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But Star Trek. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, I, no. Just, that was cool. I looked at my phone. I was like, oh crap, That's it's interesting. the Vsauce thing. Um, the, the, the Star Trek thing, I think now I'm going to watch, rewatch the movies, which aren't yep. as good as the series, but the there are some movies. good ones. I've seen the original ones. I'm just going to go into the next generation movies because oh. that's what I really care about. Um, and I think there's like seven of them. I but... still need to watch the ones that they just recently made. Oh, the J.J. Abrams ones? Yeah, I think I have them on both on Blu-ray too, so next time you're down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed that and have enjoyed the last few years watching those. Uh, I started rewatching The X-Files oh, recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of what's going on? Partially because of what's going on, but also because I was, uh, I think I mentioned it on the show before that I'm listening to Kamel Nanjiani's yes. The X-Files Files podcast. Yeah. So I had, I had started listening the to X-Files, these. X-Files Files. files. <laughs> I had started files. listening to these and uh, I wasn't really necessarily remembering all the shows, but I wasn't sure yeah. if I was going to rewatch. I just liked hearing the conversations about it, but I am enjoying watching them again and I'm on season two right now. So I made mm-hmm. it through season one already. Some of the episodes are definitely not as rewatchable as others. Yeah. They haven't like remastered anything yet to release Blu-rays, which I assume they will as the miniseries gets closer. But how have they not done that? Like, isn't it mind blowing that there's enough of a fan base? And was it Fox that has Mm -hmm. this? That they weren't just like, hey, let's throw this on Blu-ray and make our money back. Right. I think maybe they were worried about it. And there's always licensing things too. Like, you never know, like with music or with footage that they used or anything like that what it's like so uh, i did find it very interesting that in the first season especially like the earlier episodes Mm -hmm. it's a very lois and clark dynamic of like superman some shit's going down superman needs to save the day but conveniently lois lane gets knocked out right and that happens all the time with the x-files too like every time Mulder starts to see some crazy shit yeah Scully's either not around or knocked out or right. something. So it's just like, no, I saw this thing. And she's like, yeah, whatever, Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the That's same dynamic, dynamic over and over. Yeah. But I mean, I'm at the point in the second season where she gets abducted. Mm-hmm. So the point of denial is really past at this point. She mm-hmm. can still be skeptical about certain things, but there are also undeniable things that she's witnessed. I at should this watch point. the show. My yeah. mom watched it and I never did. I was just younger. 
I missed the beginning of it. So yeah. then as a kid, I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, I should go I, back and watch it, though. I don't remember. Like, I only saw episodes that I did see if I saw them, because I haven't seen every episode of The yeah. X-Files. If I saw them, I only saw them once. So I really don't remember yeah. a lot of them that well, and it is interesting to, like, reconsume it. It's very interesting to see the technology, how it was then. Mm-hmm. Like, cell phones get introduced by, like, the end of season one, the beginning of season two. So they don't exist for a while, which is interesting. What year was that then? Uh, X Files came out in like ninety three. Oh, yeah, that's when it started. Jeez. Yep. So quite a while ago. Yeah, like twenty years. And you know what's funny? The cell phone service hasn't gotten any better since then. <laughs> twenty two years later. Go figure. No better. Still dropping calls. <laughs> I'm geeking out over PayPal a little bit. Are you? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's been insanely convenient for what I've been doing recently. So I started selling some of the chocolates. I said I was going yeah. to online uh, on the yeah, show. Yeah, the pictures. Actually. If you guys aren't following Rob on Instagram, you gotta because no, it's <laughs> like a every, plug not even by me. <laughs> no, I'm serious because what you did, Batman the other day. Yeah, you cookies had, and cream Batman symbols. You had uh, what did you put up yesterday? I think it had caramel in it. The video game control. Yes, uh, people are going nuts stuff, for that. Like, I know it's super time consuming. You'll get a method yeah. down. But I am. I am. Like this stuff looks like professional. I like, put the uh, the image of the video game controllers on the Facebook page too. Yep. Nothing I've ever put there has gotten shared and seen more on the page. Than Won't that it image. be ironic if all of this podcasting and everything <laughs> led to the creation of? chocolates and then that's what blows up <laughs> who knows who knows you know but then you do a podcast about chocolates well i don't want to do it about chocolates but no but you know if, if the funny. chocolates fuel the podcast that's all i'm looking for honestly everything like this is what i want to do yeah this show is what i love doing the most out of anything that i do so all the entrepreneurial financial mm-hmm. things that i'm pursuing are really just to support this right and if i can keep that going and make a living off that then that's fine there are still things I have to work out as far as the chocolates go, but I've been yeah. doing private sales yeah. just to sell to people I know for now. And I've been shipping to see how that works out. And people like, I'm not charging as much as I could right now because yeah. I'm kind of still in You're the in testing like the phase. Prototype phase. Yeah. And so if, let me ask you, how is the shipping going? It's With been delicate really good. chocolates. Yeah. And where's the furthest you've shipped? Uh, I have shipped. I haven't heard back Paul, yet. Paul, don't, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's not a sale, like I haven't sold oh, outside okay. of the area that I can. Oh, okay. Um, but I have done a shipment to Pennsylvania, and I'm I'm gonna I should hear back today or tomorrow. Well, yeah. by the time you guys hear this, I probably heard already. But um, I shipped one to Damien and Amherst, mm-hmm. and they all arrived fine. And a lot Are you of it, bubble wrapping it inside of a box. Uh, not necessarily bubble wrapping. I'm using a priority box, yeah. and I put just like paper around, like as this, this one I have on my table, like a small, yeah, yeah, priority. But I'll shipping box. I'll pad, not necessarily bubble wrap, but I will pad it with papers and stuff. And the the biggest concern with chocolates is not necessarily the condition they arrive in, I think, but the temperature of wherever you're shipping yeah. to. So right now it's easy. As the temperatures get higher, it's going to be more difficult. But then I can also put the option of buying a cold pack to ship with it. It's like yeah. take the risk if you want or buy a cold pack to ship if with. If you ship priority all the time, it should get there pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's three days. Tops. The issue is if you were to try to ship out on a Thursday or a Friday. So it might be something where people order and you say, I only ship on Monday, Tuesday, right. and Wednesday. Or it's my biggest concern is if it gets delivered in the morning and you come home from work that, well, and it's been sitting outside true. all day. That's true. Because in 80-degree weather, it's going to be disgusting by the end of the day. So 
that is the biggest concern there. But then again, I could just say I'm only going to ship to certain smaller places. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's been going well so far. But the PayPal thing, how that's been working out has mm. been nice, is you can create invoices right on PayPal. So someone gives me their shipping information, they give me their email address, mm -hmm. and I can just email them an invoice, and there's a button for them to click and pay it with their credit card or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, I didn't know either. It was a recent thing that I discovered oh, on there. I'll have to look into that. But I use it for other services now, too. Like if I go do a real estate shoot, yeah. I can just invoice someone. And then they pay it that way instead of sending and everything's me a check. saved on your PayPal account. And for now I have uh, like documents. Yeah, everything's documented That's really too. Easy. So if uh, you're a PayPal user out there and you're looking to do some self-employed stuff, check out the invoicing feature. Very convenient. Uh, and lastly, Whiplash is a yes. movie that I saw recently. I don't recall what that is. It came out last year. I'm bummed that I didn't see it sooner because if I did, it would be on my top ten movies yeah. of last year. It's a movie about drumming. Okay. It stars J.K. Simmons, who was J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man oh, franchise, yep. and Miles Teller, who's playing Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four oh, okay. coming up. So uh, basically, it's about this almost emotionally abusive band leader at a, at a prestigious music school, and that's J.K. Simmons, and yep. he, is, he deserves the Oscar for Best Actor. I think he's in for Best Supporting, but holy crap, his performance. I've never seen him this good. And I think this is where he's been like a character actor up to this point. Yeah. This is elevating him really? to the next level. If you haven't seen Whiplash, absolutely check it out. It is phenomenally good. I don't know where on the list it would fall. It'd probably be maybe around like seven or eight of last year's so top that, 10. That's it's, good though. It's very good. You see a lot of movies. So I do. Top 10 is pretty good. Yeah. To yeah. make seven or eight. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, those are my geek outs. Let's oh. do some freak outs. Oh, freak out. I don't really have much. No. I mean, besides life. Yeah. You know, just being what it is. Yeah. You know, stayed in bed today. Snow. Snow. <laughs> it really has become a problem. It's just so icy. Yeah. You keep getting hit. See, here's the problem. Because I'm coastal, I get a lot more rain. Mm -hmm. But then it's zero degrees at night. So and it, it falls, it's just freezes. ice. Yeah. And you just get more and more and more snow. There's nowhere left to throw it. It is what unbelievable. What is your driveway like? My driveway is clear right now, but. Landlord plows it? Uh, no, the landlord's supposed to do something about it. I've, I've had a bit of a problem with that recently. Like we used to have a plow that would come in and take care of it, yeah. but sometimes they would show up at four or five in the morning Yeah, and I'm sleeping and they're trying to get a touch oh, with me because I have to move my car. Way. That's right. And sometimes it's, that's even hard to do because there's snow behind it too. And it's like a pain in the ass to get that all happening. Yeah. Uh, so they stopped hiring the tow truck or the plow truck to yeah. do it. So now they're paying like a homeless guy to come shovel it. And last time he came, he only did my neighbor's side, not mine, because I think my my neighbor or the my yeah. house mate or whatever that lives next to me, uh, even though he's the landlord's father. Yep. I don't know if he understands that I'm supposed to be snow removal is covered under oh, right. my uh, my contract with having my See, place. I don't have snow removal covered. Clearly, as you oh, saw okay. my driveway, <laughs> there was just enough shovel to back a car yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> I can only fit one car in my driveway. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's right. That's why I have to park in the garage. Yeah, snow removal is not, uh, it is covered for yeah. me, but I have not relied on it once this yeah. season because I can't wait around till five or six at night. Yeah. I have work to do. I have things to do. I have places to go. So I've ended up doing it every single time. And it usually takes me about an hour to do my side. Yeah. But you know that tree that's like right next to my driveway? Yes. The snow is so high. Like I have to take it and throw it really? to get it over a huge snowbank. On the, I'll take a picture when I get home yeah. and share it on the site, and people will just be blown away 
by how tall Unless it is. Unless you live in like Michigan and then right. you're going to be like, that's nothing. <laughs> right, but, right. But the rest of the country, people yeah. who live in, you know, the South are going to be like, oh, wow, sucks to be you. It's ridiculous. It is. The chance, we're just not getting the chance to let it melt. No. The temperatures are staying too low. No. And that's just screwing up everything. The gym is slow, mm-hmm. which is driving me nuts. Because there's less people coming in because this has become an excuse for everything. Right, can't go to the right. gym, can't go see anybody, can't hang, like nobody does anything because of snow. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing for me is that I pretty much work out of my house anyway. Yeah. So I can still do my digital stuff and get that out there. I can still make chocolates and I'll just ship them out when I can actually drive again. And yep. You don't ship them right from the house? No, go I to- go to the post office. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the orders haven't been. They're, they're, uh, they're small going right now. I've only sold. I've sold under ten boxes at this point, so yeah, it's uh, slow going. Well, it's brand new. It's a good start. And it's a yeah. prototype. Yeah, you're yeah. the prototype. <laughs> I'm the like prototype. <laughs> I'm the Terminator prototype. In general, though, I don't know. I'm just like I'm so burnt out. To be yeah. honest with you, like for the last eighteen months, all I've done is work, mm-hmm. and I think it has caught up to me because now, like this morning, you came over. I was like, I woke up at eight. I was going to go to the gym. Yeah. I didn't roll out of bed till 1030. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, what is going on? I'm just burnt. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to be there. It's actually getting to the point where I'm going, eh. Remember when I get that feeling about wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> this is a little different because I'm locked in. I have to be there. Yeah. You know, I have a lease. But I'm just waking up in the morning and being like, oh, I'm so just burnt out. We need I to go to LA for a few days. Don't feel like being there. Like, <laughs> yeah. And plus the the stress of everything that has gone on relationship wise mm-hmm. is just catching up rapidly. Yeah. And it's like I saw Heather a couple of weeks ago and that wasn't wasn't bad. It right, actually right. was great to see her and we had a great conversation. But it mind fucked the both of us. And it's just I'm just burnt out. Like I really am just like I need like three days mm-hmm. of no human contact away. Or just <laughs> not even no human contact. Just out of here. Right. I need a vacation, I think is what LA, I'm saying. Let's go. LA. I have people I need to interview. Let's go. Peak <laughs> <laughs> uh, generation field trip. We need to talk to Ryan Reynolds about this Deadpool thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. While well, Volpe punches him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just kind of my freak out. It's just I'm tired and I'm burnt out. Yeah. I just need a break. Or even we need a day trip. Like, let's Maybe. just drive somewhere. We're going to get in the car and we're going to drive in a direction, either west or not west, south. <laughs> anyway, have to go south. Yeah, yeah. Just to get away from Until the we snow. Hit wherever we're hitting. Absolutely. That's it, though. No major freakouts. That's okay. just life. I don't have a major one. My only uh, kind of small freakout is that Reddit is dumb. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's cool. I thought Reddit was, <laughs> it's funny. Reddit was like, you're like, this is awesome. It's working. I get these Reddit things is and that. Such, and it's not it's happening. Such, huh? It's so bipolar. Is like, it? Yeah. Like sometimes it's very congratulatory and welcome and stuff and then other times they just want to shit all over your face really yeah like which brings us back to the point that insta poop <laughs> is like the most positive it thing really out there it really is nobody bashes anybody and i can give a specific example of like why reddit is dumb sure. and instagram is great uh, i shared that image uh, around the super bowl i made like a meme that had a picture of a blue like soup bowl yes and it had the superman logo on it yeah and it said, yeah, it said to the, something to the effect of, oh, that's a cool bowl, but I don't get what all the fuss is about. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. the joke is that it's a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Right, right. And of I course. shared that on the day that. of the Super Bowl. Half the people on Reddit had no idea what the fuck I was going for. And they were just like, wait, I don't get it. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, it's a bowl with Superman on it. And then someone, there was one person who was like, okay, that took me a couple seconds. And then I got it. So that was worth it. Yeah. But it's not that no, it's much not that of hard. a stretch. But Reddit people are dumb. 
and they didn't get it. Yeah, maybe most people are dumb. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I guess the the mainstream. And it's funny because you put so much time into these things too. <laughs> well, that one's nothing. But no? no, no, that takes two seconds to oh, throw together. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm the illustrator king of the world. <laughs> well, I, that that one I don't. Even, that wasn't my picture of a bowl, so I yeah. wasn't like taking a picture of it and editing the picture and blah blah. blah even though I did touch it up a little bit from the internet, mm-hmm. I just can't not touch things up. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is LeVar Burton, and you're listening to the Geek Generation. Oh, uh, did you watch the NXT thing this past week? I'm through like the first half of oh, it. Solid show, huh? Yeah, I'm right before the Divas match. Ooh, that's a good match. Yeah. I actually think that was one of the best matches on the show. Oh, really? The main event is... I just watched Finn Balor and AJ yeah, Neville, which was really good. That was good. The girls' match is really good. The main event was good. Um, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. Right. But, uh, I mean, I don't really know either of these guys much. The storyline for it is really cool. Yeah. Basically, if you guys aren't, if you're wrestling fans, I might you're just not watch NXT pay-per-views. NXT, and that's yeah. yeah. I mean, this is really good I stuff. I do enjoy it. It really is. And that gives really does give me hope because Triple H is running this. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel like Triple H is just sitting back going, I'm going to let Vince continue to fuck shit up, but he's going to die at some point. And when he does, <laughs> WWE is back to WWF, the Attitude Era. Right, right. And shit's going to be awesome. <laughs> like, yo, he, did you hear him on Stone Cold's podcast? I didn't know. Oh, he was even talking. Stone Cold was like, what's with the three hours? And Triple H goes, that was a Vince decision. Oh, like three hour raw. He's like three hours. Is it still three hours every time? Yeah. And he was talking See, about how he's like the that. third hour. He's like, you know, we try so hard. He's like, we put everything we can into creative to make sure that it's a good show from start to finish, that third hour is almost impossible to write for. Right. And Stone Cold's like, do you think there'll be a time when you go back? And Triple H was like, give this look like, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. right around we're, the corner. We're, we're going to go back to two hours. I think the moment he can get control. Sure. But NXT is just so good. It really is. Really good talent. Uh, presentation is phenomenal. Yeah. Storylines matter. There's solid wrestling. There's they still have the entertainment aspect to it. Here's the thing that separates NXT. Even though I don't know, like I'm, I don't follow it regularly, but I watch one of the pay-per-views yeah. or the events or the whatever they call them. They're a rival. Right. Yeah. Takeovers. Takeovers. Yeah. That's right. I watch one of the takeovers and not only do I understand each character's motivation, but I care about them. Right. Right. And they do it. Well, they do a great video buildup. Yeah. A promo package for it. But uh, their storytelling in their wrestling yeah. is so good that right. I, now, I can imagine it if, there. if TNA, yeah. if NXT had been TNA, mm-hmm. you could have had actual competition. Absolutely. Because you, all these guys you don't know that you suddenly care about. Yeah. Like, you know, I would watch NXT. Well, I do. I watch NXT over Raw. Like, even if Raw was broadcast on the WWE network, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to watch it. I'd watch a wrap up show to get an idea. Yeah. It's just too long. It's too much. But the NXT stuff is great. It's an hour program and then a two hour two hour pay per view. I think so. Yeah. 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 Solid show. Yeah. Takeover is great. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'm gonna. It. I still don't think I'm gonna watch like the regular week yeah. by week NXT. 
but I've enjoyed both takeover events so much. Yeah, I've only I haven't caught up on the weekly stuff. I want to watch it this week. That's kind of my new thing. Is like I'm gonna make sure I'm home to watch this stuff yeah. now and like. But NXT is really good. So any wrestling fans out there, if you're not watching it, yeah, I think it's worth getting the WWE Network for ten bucks just to watch that because sure. you're getting an alternative, kind of an alternative brand. Yeah, and they don't bring the guys from TV onto NXT very often. It no, is they don't. Really, really rare that you see it happen. They don't need to. No, they don't. They're building their own crop of guys that are going to be awesome. Yep. So yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, before we get into the news, I just want to remind people really quick that if you'd like to support what we do, uh, not just from buying things from me or <laughs> giving me jobs, or Amazon. but yeah, uh, you can do the Amazon thing, or you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. That will take you to our Patreon page mm-hmm. on that. You sign up, you choose an amount that you want to donate, and then that amount will be automatically donated each month. I have people that are donating like $5 a month, really, which is amazing. Nice. But uh, all we're asking is that you do $1 a month for, yes, we missed last week, but almost always we hit every single week. Yeah. And that's for at least four hours of entertainment a month yep. for a dollar. I think that's a fair trade. Yep. So if you head over to thegeekgeneration.com slash support, you can do that. And we really appreciate it. Let's do some news because there's a lot of big yes. stuff that's been happening recently and we haven't covered news in a while. The cast of the upcoming Ghostbusters reboot has been revealed. Oh. Headlining the supernatural comedy are Kristen Wiig, mm. Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon. Uh-huh. So like the original Ghostbusters, they're going heavily Saturday Night Live based. Yeah. As previously reported, the new film will not maintain any continuity with the original movie or its sequel. Mm. That is a bummer. Also announced is a release date of July 22nd, 2016. Oh. We'll see what happens. About a year and a half away. Yeah. The Ghostbusters. I still think the all-female cast is a gimmick that's not necessary. I know there's a lot of people that want to be like, oh, well, you're holding women down for saying something like that. But I don't know. I, I think anything should be mixed at this point. People don't say this about like an all-male cast. Right. Because it does tend to be the norm. So it doesn't bring up any issues. But... I don't know. There's something, and I There's don't. I don't think it's all going to be female-oriented jokes at all. No. All these women are capable of more than that. I just feel like it's a gimmick when you do that because they announced prior it was going to be an all-female cast, right? And then found females. Had they just cast the roles and they happened to be for females, yeah, it might have felt different. But it Maybe. feels gimmicky when you go from the onset saying it's just going to be for women. Well, it's like they're like. They're, we want to redo the Ghostbusters. We're going to be as opposite as possible. Right. We did four guys last time. We're going to do four girls this right, time. Right. I don't know. Why? My biggest issue is the fact that they're just ignoring the other movies. Yeah. I still think that's a there's, huge there's mistake. There's no tie-in whatsoever. Yeah. Which I don't is like surprising that to me that nobody who has a say in the Ghostbusters is saying anything about this. That yeah. They're not just like, come on, let's yeah, tie it all yeah. together. Because yeah. that was the original plan was that there's going to be some sort of sure. passing of the torch. There's not even a torch. No. no, The torch doesn't exist. No. no. The torch never existed. No. No. Oh, which is stupid. That's too bad. I think well, that's we'll a see shame. what happens. After 16 years as host of The Daily Show, Jon Stewart has announced that he will be stepping down right. and moving on. Doug Herzog, Michelle Gainless of Comedy Central, gave me an incredible opportunity 17 years ago to pilot this wonderful franchise. And uh, I, uh, 17 years is... The longest I have ever in my life held a job by 
16 years and five months. Uh, thank you. The upshot there being, uh, I am a terrible employee. Uh, but, but in my heart, I know it, it is time for someone else to have that opportunity. And that, I told you they didn't know. You probably know. Uh, not right away. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, we're still working out details. Uh, I'm up in September, might be around then, might be December, might be July. We're, we're still working out details. Uh, I don't have any specific plans. Got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of things in my head. I'm going to have uh, dinner <laughs> on a school night with my family, who I have heard from multiple sources <laughs> are lovely people. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to be here and, and try and sum up what this place has meant to me over the years, but uh, I couldn't do that. And, and we have plenty of time, and I've got myriad people to thank, and, and, and we'll get to that over time. I'm not going anywhere tomorrow. Um, but this show doesn't deserve an even slightly restless host, and, and neither do you. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to miss being on television every day. I'm going to miss coming here every day. Uh, and this is where uh, I love the people here. They're the best. They're creative and, and collaborative and kind. And, and that's alliterative, but it's cheating because it's a K. But you, 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 you understand what I'm saying. They're, I love them and respect them so much. Uh, we love you, yeah! Yeah. I can't say I'm hugely surprised. I mean, a lot of people are completely shocked by this. At some point, you got to be done. 17 yeah. years. But on Stern a couple months ago, he talked about how burnt out he was yeah. with doing The Daily Show and how there were other things he wanted to do. He had recently taken the leave to do the movie Rosewater, yeah. where he uh, directed that. And John Oliver came in in his stead, right? who now has moved on to have his own show and is killing it with that. Is he doing well? Oh, yeah. He's doing oh. very well. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that. What is it? Last night? Last week tonight. Oh, last Great week tonight. Show. Great show. But. Stuart clearly is looking for other things now. Yeah. And power to him. We'll see who replaces him. Yeah, it'll be interesting. 20th Century Fox has debuted a teaser trailer for the upcoming Fantastic Four, yeah. an origin story said to be inspired largely by the Ultimate Fantastic Four comics. Fantastic Four offers a contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original and longest-running superhero team. The story centers on four young outsiders who teleport to an alternate and dangerous universe which alters their physical form in shocking ways. Their lives irrevocably upended. The team must learn to harness their daunting new abilities and work together to save Earth from a former friend-turned-enemy. Yep. What did you think of the trailer? It's different. I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah. I gotta see more. It seems heavily science fiction-influenced, which I yeah. guess makes sense, but it feels very non-superhero. Maybe that's what they want to do. Maybe. Maybe with all the superhero stuff, they want to do something that's slightly different. Maybe. Less superhero-y. I'm more concerned. I don't think they're going to screw up the actual Fantastic Four because mm. you really, even the original ones weren't that screwed they up. They weren't that bad. I mean, they they had the powers down and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know about the idea that Doctor Doom is a hacker. Yeah, I don't like that whole idea. But then if you're going to go in a different direction, you can't make Doctor Doom this guy who has powers who's destroying everything either because now you're right back into a superhero thing. Right. But you got to kind of find some happy medium there. I don't know. It's hard for me do. to judge, too, just because I'm not as familiar with the Ultimate Universe's mm. take on yeah, the Fantastic Four. So it's hard for me to judge. All I know is that they're younger. 
That's yeah. the only difference I know. Fox is looking to bring the X-Men to television pending mm-hmm. the approval of Marvel Entertainment. Fox Entertainment Chairman Gary Newman said, quote, It's in negotiations. We're cautiously optimistic. We had a good meeting with them. That will not be on the fast track creatively. This is just the deal. Now we have to find the creative. Newman added that he didn't think the series would be ready to air before the 2016-2017 season. This early in the game, it's still unclear what the series will focus on or which characters will appear. Do you care about an X-Men television show? Um, no. Depends on what it is. I right. Mean, the most logical thing is that this is going to be centered around the school, mm-hmm. them all being very young and learning. Mm-hmm. Like, I picture it. That's interesting. I think that's what like it's that going to be. Not that it's going to be. I don't know how to explain it. Mutant baddie of the week to go fight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's. Uh, they're almost going to end up going with that. All I can think of is like Dawson's Creek, but not. <laughs> but you like something more that you'd see on the CW, right? It's going to be a high school show, exactly. But it's just going to be set in Xavier's the, school for exactly. gifted youngsters. Or hey, they might go in another whole direction to make it a, true a, an espionage show or. You know, focus on a certain character. Who knows? I like your idea so far. See what they do with it. Write it, wrap it up. Like almost, you not origins, but you do with what they do with Smallville. Sure. What you do with the X-Men. Sure. So you're slowly over the seasons introducing new characters and maybe building the TV show to what leads into the reboot of the X-Men franchise with new characters. Start with a, a core of like four or five kids. Exactly. And then build from there. Like, that would be an interesting thing if they could make it work, was to build, like, these characters and the actors and actresses develop on TV. Yeah. And ultimately lead them into having their own movies. What they're not telling us is this is actually a sitcom, and it's going to be kind of like Friends, where oh, they have, like, six mutants together. Cool. And instead of going to Central Park, they all kind of, like, sit on a couch in the danger room. Got it. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> That'll work. That'd be wildly different. That'll be great. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned briefly earlier, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment and mm. TT Games have announced two new LEGO video game titles for 2015. Following the epic storylines of Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, and the upcoming Jurassic World, LEGO Jurassic World is the first video game where players will be able to relive and experience all four Jurassic Park franchise films. The game will be available in June 2015, so this yeah. summer. It's cool. not that far off. And the movie comes out when? Soon. Also right. this summer, I mm. believe, yeah. So it'll, it should release. Almost simultaneously. Right. Cool. Lego Marvel's Avengers is the first console game featuring characters and storylines from Marvel's The Avengers, the upcoming sequel Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron, and more. The quest to save humanity will be available in fall of 2015. Yep. Sounds to me like we need to have another former show guest back on to talk about some Lego games. I think so. I think so. I'll have There's to reach out. There's a lot of Lego stuff going on. There is. They're really pumping that stuff out. And they seem to get better and better, huh? Yeah. There's no real big stumbles. So I don't think the Lego movie game was that great from what I've heard, but I haven't played it, so I don't know for sure. But that's a, any movie adaptation into a game is always dangerous territory. And most movie, yeah, and the other way Although around, Although that's too. what Lego is awesome at, so it's yeah. weird that that would be the stumble. TNT has announced the heroes that will fill the roster of their live-action series Titans based on the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Dick Grayson will initially appear as Robin, but will transition into Nightwing. The Hank Hall and Don Granger version of Hawk and Dove are set to appear as a romantic pairing. Prominent Teen Titan members Raven and Starfire will be core members of the team. And finally, a wheelchair-bound Barbara Gordon will be a part of the team. However, she isn't yet using the name Oracle. Interestingly, Gordon has never been a member of the Teen Titans in the source material. 
Interesting. So she's being brought in for this. I mean, she has the link to Dick Grayson, so mm-hmm. it's not a huge reach to bring her in there. It's interesting, too, that they're going to have wheelchair-bound Barbara Gordon when that no longer exists in the DC universe because with the new 52, she's back to normal yeah. Barbara Gordon. I say normal, and I don't mean that as, like, normal and handicapped people are weird and freakish. No, we know what you mean. We know what <laughs> yeah. you mean. The normal back, as yeah. she was originally introduced. Right. Are you excited about that? Uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I don't. I, I want to see like what the mood and tone and stuff is gonna be like. But more superhero anything is exciting yeah. for me. Luke Evans has officially departed the upcoming remake of The Crow. Relativity mm-hmm. Studios is currently on the hunt for another star for the film, which has already had one director drop out in the midst of production. Evans' departure is said to be the result of production delays. With no current start date in sight, the actor was forced to pass and move on. Could be that it's um, cursed. Could be. And that it shouldn't ever be made. I would not be upset if they decided to stop. Let Sting be the crow. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to be so badly. He does. Clearly. A little long in the tooth, but you know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Finally in the news, Harry Potter actress Emma Watson has been cast as Belle in Disney's upcoming live action Mm. interpretation of Beauty and the Beast. Though Watson had been attached to another version of the fairy tale of Warner Brothers, that project stalled after director Guillermo del Toro dropped out last summer. Apparently, del Toro gave Watson his blessing to move on to Disney's version, no doubt sweetened by the fact that the script was written by Stephen Chomsky, who directed Watson in The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah, so what is this new trend going on? Because Disney's got a Cinderella movie. They do. They've got Beauty and the Beast they've in the got Beauty and the Beast. And there were two and versions. the Jungle Book. Right. Two well, versions of the Jungle, the Jungle Book, Book as well. The Jungle Book was already live once. Was it? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. You don't remember the live action Jungle Book? I didn't see it then. Oh, man. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Well, I remember it being good. Oh, wow. I wasn't quite a kid. I mean, but I don't think I was a teenager yet. You're like that maybe that little bit of in-between mm-hmm. time. Uh, yo, yeah, definitely. They did a live oh, wow. action Jungle Book. Well, I know John Favreau's working on a version of it. And then there's another See, version here's the, out why, there. Why? Why? Two? Why are we doing this? They're just taking all the animated ones and bringing them into live action. No, now. I know, but you don't need two. Oh, yeah. Well, different studios. And technically, they can say, like, one has the backing of Disney and is the adaptation of their animated version, yeah. whereas the other one is going right to the source material and making a version based off I that. I can't believe you didn't see the live action. Like the animals didn't talk, but there was a bear in it and like Yeah, I didn't see. It. I dude, think I really? might know what you're talking about now, but I definitely didn't see it. And the snake? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> crap. <laughs> well, it looks like I have something to add to my Geek generation when I get viewing home. party. Yeah, right. And then we'll sit back and you're going to look at me and be like, "I am so sorry I made you watch that because <laughs> you haven't seen it since." It's been a long time. Yeah, you never know how good or bad those things are going to go. Uh, so our next segment is something I know you're somewhat excited for. This is something we try to do every year, but it doesn't always happen. And I know you don't have a list this year because Rob's you're a top ten you're a busy guy. List of boobs. No, <laughs> uh, it's a little different than that. And actually, I altered. What's funny is I, I sat down in my office at work. Yeah. To actually start, I was like, I'm gonna make a top. I'm gonna make a list, and then I'm gonna send it to Rob like I know I'm gonna do. And I remember I started and then got interrupted, and the whole thing just disappeared. Yeah. On me. Which happens. Yeah. But uh, the the problem with doing a list like this every year, and we've said it before, like I think we waited two years before we did it again. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the difficulty is that you tend to put the same people on it. Yeah. So I went into this one with a little bit of a different attitude. Uh, like normally in the past, we've done like the 10 hottest women in Hollywood. Sure. I'm calling this one the top 10 Hollywood crushes of 2014. Oh, okay. So it's people that I identified with particularly in 2014. It was just like, oh, crushing on that girl, crushing sure. on that girl. 
and I tried to have all new people. Yeah, okay. So I tried to not to repeat do. any people from before. So whereas Anna Kendrick is my number one forever and always, sure, she's not on the list. Oh. And in addition to all that, I tried to be very specific to how they appeared in the specific role. Okay. So the character does influence the crush. Okay. It's not just about the actress. Yeah. It's about how they looked and how they acted as that character in that thing. So the crush could just be on the character and not necessarily the actress. Well, it's like meeting someone for the first time. It's that first impression. Exactly. So uh, a little bit of a different tone with this list this year. And I do have visual references, which Hello. you can find at thegeekgeneration.com. I will have them in a uh, separate post, which will link from this, uh, this girl looks episode. Like she's 12, though. <laughs> no, they're all legal, I assure you. <laughs> the first one, number 10, is Lindsay Morgan, is the actress's name. The character is Raven Rays on the show The 100. Oh, which is that CW show, which it, yeah. they all, yeah, good I will now. Yep. Um, on my she has a very, queue. like, young Jessica Alba. She does. To her. Yeah. Very attractive lady. And once again, Robin goes with the most classy photos. Well, some t- a lot of these are lesser known actresses, too. Yeah. Oh, so, so they finding- don't have slutty photos yet. <laughs> <laughs> or just finding uh, photos that are like larger, yeah. resol- like better resolution. Like you're on you're Google searching like classy photos. I'm on Maxim going, do you have a picture? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I've looked for those, too. Okay. Uh, number nine is on a show that unfortunately isn't around anymore. This is Megan Ori. Oh, I guess she's on Once familiar. Upon a Time. Currently, as I think oh. Red Red Riding Hood. Oh, cool. Something like that. Uh, I'm not entirely sure on that. But the the thing I saw her in was as Agent Riley Neal on Intelligence, which was a short-lived CBS show, I believe. Uh, yeah. It was kind of like an updated $6 million man. But instead of having like an Android body, he had a chip in his brain oh. that allowed him to access the internet and technology and information and things like that. I thought it was a really good show. It's a bummer that it got canceled. But she has that look that I always go for, the dark hair, the blue eyes type thing. That's a constant with me. Number eight, Ophelia Lovabond. Ophelia. What an interesting name. Yes. Ophelia Lovabond. Uh, Real name, huh? Yeah, yeah. She is uh, a British actress Mm -hmm. and was recently playing Kitty Winter on Elementary. Oh. The Sherlock Holmes show with Johnny Lee Miller and Lucy Liu. Um, She was like the new... Student for Sherlock Holmes. Yep. So uh, Watson had kind of moved out and was trying to have a normal life in addition to mm-hmm. doing the detective thing. And she came in as like a new protege. Cool. And was learning the ways of Holmes. Her character in the storyline was a rape victim, too. Oh. It was one of the reasons that she was brought into the fold. And Sherlock was like, well, if I can give you these tools, not only can you solve your own case, but also it will empower you type yeah. idea. So I think as a result of that storyline, they dressed her down in the show. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't want to be sexualized right. because of that event in her I mean, life. Well, that makes sense. You right. wouldn't be. But even still, when she was downplayed, she was still beautiful. Oh. So she couldn't get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Catherine McPhee. All right. Finally found one where the boobs are almost hanging out. <laughs> Thank you. Most people, I'm sure, would probably know Catherine McPhee most from American Idol fame. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, which I, I didn't know, know her, her from. I knew the name. Uh, That's funny. Also, this is one of the uh, American Idol women that Eric, the actor, was very obsessed with. He would always talk about Catherine McVie. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, this is her. This is her. I can see why he's obsessed with She's her. She's currently wow. on the show Scorpion playing Paige Deneen. 
Oh. I think is the last name, Paige Deneen. She is the non-genius in the group of geniuses that make sure. up Scorpion. And she is the weakest link. <laughs> she's the weakest link. Well, she's the one that translates the world for them sure. because they have their social issues and stuff. Number six is an actress, probably the most prominent on the list of what the mainstream would know. She's currently on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. And that is Adrian Palicki. She uh-huh. was also Wonder Woman briefly in that unaired pilot oh, for the show that didn't right. get picked up. Okay. Uh, she's been in tons of movies as well. You've seen her all over the place. She looks like that other, oh, God, Spanish uh, She looks actress. like Eva Mendes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she plays Bobby Morse, a.k.a. Mockingbird, on Mario mm-hmm. Vol's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and just announced uh, the other day she is now a series regular. So she oh, will be good. on more. It was a guest starring role for a while, but she has been upgraded to series regular, which I enjoy because that means she will be on the show more. Yes. Uh, number five is a name I'd heard before, even though I'd never really been exposed to the person. I think she's on like Vampire Diaries or something. Ugh. But I was watching uh, an underrated comedy from this year called Let's Be Cops. Oh, yeah. I thought was really good. And she plays the female lead Josie on that. Oh, and this is actually this a shot. Yeah. From Heather maybe watched that Vampire movie. Diaries. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She it's is hot. She is gorgeous. And she looked very, very good in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I know you'll You're be right. familiar they all, with. They all have the very similar look, don't they? Rob? I know. I'm I guess I do it. have a type, which is weird. Brunette, blue eyes. Brunette, it's strange because eyes. if you look at the girls that I've dated, yeah. there's no connecting physical mm-hmm. features for the most part. But. As far as what I go for, just seeing, like, at the physical level. The, the visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number four is one that I mentioned to you coming out of the movie. I was, like, in love with this girl oh, right away. Yeah. Number four is Felicity Jones. Yes. From The Theory of Everything. She plays Jane Hawking. Yes. She was amazing in the movie. Uh, she also has the the feature that I really like. Sure. Of the mousy mouth. The yep. Up curled lip for people that are not familiar with that. Don't <laughs> know what, what it is about go-to. it. Yeah, do you have nuts. it? <laughs> you would want to message him on uh, Facebook if you want my instant attention, mm. at least. Yeah. Uh, number three is someone I had not been exposed to in the past, so completely new to me. Zoe Duich. Duich. I can't pronounce her last name. I've heard D-U-T-C-H. that name before. Uh, she plays Rose Hathaway in Vampire Academy which was a movie that came out this year, was not good at all. Yeah, she looks familiar, though. Oh, she should. Not because of necessarily what she's been in, but because she has a famous mom. Really? Mm-hmm. Who? I can't. Uh... She is the daughter of Leah Thompson. Oh, shit, son. From Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. well, of course. Yeah. For people that don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know. But you, when I say that, though. Wow, there it is. Look at the facial yeah. similarities. I see it. So when we were kids and crushing on Leah Thompson, mm-hmm. now we're growing up and crushing yeah. on her daughter. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Granted. That's awkward. Well, we were, we were little kids when we saw Back yeah. to the Future. So, or the first time we saw it, we are an age where we could crush on Leah right. Thompson. But her daughter is also beautiful. She is. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, number two. I saw her in multiple things this year. One being as Bonnie Appel on Franklin and Bash. Mm-hmm. But the mainstream would probably know her better as Caitlin Snow oh. on The Flash. Hello. Yeah. Uh, her name is Danielle Panabaker. I've actually had a crush on her for a while. I've seen her in other things. She was in that short-lived ABC Superhero a show called No Ordinary Family that Julie Bowen or not Julie Bowen from Dexter. Benz? Yes, Julie Benz. Hmm. 
Julie Benz was the mom on that show, right. and Danielle Panabaker was the daughter. Mm-hmm. And lastly, this probably won't be any huge surprise, okay? Because I've I've ranted and raved about her before in the past, because she is the queen of the mousy mouths. Oh, <laughs> number one is Amanda Crew. Yes, from uh, Silicon Valley, she plays Monica on that show. Her this eyes are show- very uh, interesting in this picture. I don't know if it's a reflection. Of whatever is like almost matching her shirt. Right, right. And I think that might be slightly altered for the photo or enhanced for the photo, but her eyes are that general shade, right? She's got like gorgeous eyes. She's got a mousy mouth and she's almost like a a greenish yellow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. She's beautiful. What else makes that photo awesome is that there's no snow in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like, very this girl's sunny. really and... pretty, and I want to be wherever she is <laughs> in this photo right now. <laughs> and that would make the whole world better. It would. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. So that's my uh, top 10. I know that's not always as interesting to hear on a podcast, I don't think, because of the visual components. But if people head over to thegeekgeneration.com, mm-hmm. you can find that post, and uh, you can play along with us. So that pretty much wraps the show up for this week. Oh, do you have a final thought or something you would like to plug, Mike? Well, follow my stuff on Instapoo. On Instapoo, yeah, it's at Westerly Fitness or at SBV Supplements. For everything else we do, you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can follow us at thegeekgeneration.com/slash/tumblr and at geekgeneration on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Mm-hmm. We will do our best uh, to have yeah. new stuff for you next week, weather permitting and who knows oh, what else is going on. Uh, but if all goes well, we'll be back next week with more stuff for you. That's right. So we'll see you then. See you. Later. Make it so.